Hi, I'm Amanda, host of Bonita y Fuerte podcast. If it is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're a day one, welcome back. I appreciate you all for even giving me this opportunity to, to speak to you today. I created this podcast to create a space for healing, to make my mess into a message, and if I could help and inspire someone else to turn their loss or or their brokenness into a lesson and to victory, then we've won. I am so excited to get started with this topic and to just discuss it. Um, but first, like always, we're going to go ahead and start with a song. I feel like I've been rarely um, playing a lot of R&B and like hip hop type of music, which is probably the like the, dra- the drama, the genre that I listen to the most. But I kind of want to keep it, you know, just everything that I'm into. So at the end, like I have another type of genre. I really love alternative music as well. Like if you know me, you know that I really love like alternative music, especially like in the fall time. I just really get like into like my alternative feels not feels but like my vibes like with the like especially this kind of alternative you'll you'll see at the end but right now i want to go ahead and play another r&b song this song um i've been sorry i hit my table damn that was loud so i recently discovered this guy um a couple days back i was cleaning and as i was cleaning i'm listening to music and this song pops up and it sounds just like frank ocean so i like check my phone and i'm like what the heck did did frank ocean come out with a new song and so i run and i check my phone and it's not him i'm like what the heck this guy's name is jay wile i think that's how you pronounce it it's w-i-l-e and i sent it to a couple of my friends and one of my friends he's like this huge frank ocean fan and i was like dude who's it who does this sound like and he's like hey it sounds like my boy and i'm like yeah and i'm like i knew it wasn't me and so when i looked him up on youtube um yeah like a lot of the comments were saying the same thing which which kind of sucks because yeah i mean you know like artists i hate saying like i hate comparing artists to each other but um like i can't ignore it like this is i can't just not address it but this song is called um numb and it's off his album blue patio and i hope you guys enjoy it like if you guys i think you'll be able to tell especially like if you're really into frank ocean you'll be able to tell like the similarities like even in the like the way the style of his music like it sounds like him i'm gonna go ahead and play the song for you guys and then i'll go ahead and transition you guys back and then we'll get started Something, anything, give 
so good I want to feel something, anything Fill up my lungs with you I want to feel nothing, nothing I want to be Know that it's too late. I falling hard. It's my own mistake. It's not enough to just say goodbye with a tear in my eye. We both know that that I really need you, and we both know that that I long to see you, but it's best that. I can never see you again or never again Cause I just want to feel something, anything Give me what you got again I want to feel something, anything To make me feel good, so good Oh my gosh, that's just, like, as I listen to it again, I just can't believe it. Like, if you were to put them together in a song and, like, obviously not see who's singing, I don't know who would be who, but it's pretty good. Like, he's really good, actually. A lot of his songs are, I've been listening to them, and they're really good. Um, he's on Instagram. Um, I don't know the name exactly, but I'll go ahead and link it. And I hope you guys really enjoyed it. But anyways, so what I wanted to talk about is singleness. And I don't understand why growing up, I always thought being single like as a bad thing. And I think like the older I get, the more I'm realizing like singleness is probably not probably singleness is the most important time, um, like the most important relationship status and the most important time in your life. And I think people, especially like in our generation, are realizing how important it is and realizing that it's better to be like that Mexican saying, um, mejor sola que mala acompañada, which is it's better to be alone than in bad company or just with someone that doesn't bring out the best in you. I know my dad always told me this saying, um, especially in like my previous relationship. He would always be like, remember, mejor sola. And I'd be like, en mala acompañada. <laughs> and like, like a sad little, like, you know, just put my head down. But now it's something that we always like say to each other. And it's, it's always stuck with me. 
especially now in this season that being single, I always remind myself that like, like it's better to be alone than to go ahead and, and deal with what I dealt with or deal with anyone's bull crap. Like I am not down to deal with anyone's BS anymore. Like I'd rather be alone and rather wait for someone that's going to be ready when I'm ready. Cause I know right now I'm not ready. Like I'm definitely enjoying my, my time being single. And I think that's, that's one of the most important like things to just feel grateful and to be, to be thankful being single, like not in a bad mood about it, not like really feeling sorry for yourself or being resentful over the season that you're in right now. I think like there's so much power in, in a single season, like through this time, I'm really trying to, trying to find my purpose and to realize what my goals are right now. And, and what I'm discovering like new goals that I have for myself. And I think that's, that's what you should be doing while you're single. You should be trying to find who you're meant to be or what you're meant to do. And this is the time where you're not responsible for like anyone. So use this time wisely use it to find yourself and to better yourself because I was watching this preaching um, by Pastor Mike Todd. I love Mike Todd. Like I, I'm always posting like his clips on my Instagrams or like on, I'm always sending clips to like my family or like my friends. And he's one of those pastors who, who, who simplifies it in a way that's that's not super religious, but it's it's more about more of like a spirituality and like a self help and like development and improvement and um, that's what I really enjoy about this pastor and he's really funny too. So it's some people don't think it's funny, but I think he's funny. And he has a series called Relationship Goals, and oh my god, like this that series has changed the whole trajectory of like my view on relationships, especially singleness, like this episode was kind of like really inspired by, by his um, YouTube sermon that he has on it. So I'll go ahead and link it. Amazing. I definitely recommend it. Um, but you're never, yeah, you're never wasting time bettering yourself because your relationship is only going to be as good as your singleness is. So back to Mike Todd, the way he explains it, he personifies it with, with a house. So he says, like, the house represents the relationship, like the marriage or, or whatever. And the foundation of that house, like, you're always going to lay a foundation for your house. But the foundation represents the singleness. So he says, your house is only going to be as stable and as, as successful as your foundation is. So the foundation is the singleness. Like, what, what are you, com- how are you coming into the relationship? Like, you need to be coming in healthy, you need to become coming in like, like emotional health, like emotionally healthy, mentally healthy, and just healed. And he also says um, something about like, it's the coming together of two people. So you've got to make sure like those two people are, are healthy. And he also uses this like great analogy. He says, because if you have one egg, like one good egg with clear, with pure intentions, like, like, emotionally healthy, um, like stable and, um, just, just really good intentions. But then you have another egg who's just rotten to the core and just, it's, it's a bad egg and you mix them together. You're still going to have a bad omelet. 
That's why it's so important to be single to be able to identify those areas of your life where you're lacking, where you're insecure, where you're not fully confident and like fully trustworthy. Like you're not allowing any like past experiences dictate your present or where you're just an angry person, where you have bitterness, anything that is not loving, that is not kind, that is not patient. It, it gets exposed to you during a, during the singleness season, during like this season where you're alone. This stuff, um, they're triggers. They're anything that triggers you. Like I know I had a lot of triggers and it's good because your triggers are just a cry for help where you need healing. And you're going to continue to be in these situations or meet these kind of people, meet these types of people that trigger your, um, your, in your anxieties, your insecurities. That's kind of like a test from God. Those are tests to see like, all right, I'm going to see if you're still falling for this type of stuff or you're still falling for this type of trap to make sure that you've grown, to make sure that you're ready to move forward with your life and not continue this cycle. Because I know like me personally, I, (laughs) I have met the same type of person. And at first I was like, nah. And so when like, as it got like more exposed to me, I'm like, whoa, okay, I need to not continue this cycle. I need to not be, um, be sucked in into this type of stuff again. So, you know, you got to be able to pass those lessons or else you're going to keep meeting the same type of person with a different name, with a different face, but they're going to trigger something in you that reminds you of your ex. And you got to be able to be like, all right, you got to be able to turn away from that or else it's going to keep happening. And you know, just as much as your ex had issues, you've got issues too. Like it's not always your ex. Sometimes, most of the time, well, not most and sometimes, but as equally, you're the issue too. Like you can be the problem just how I was the problem as well. And that's what you take this singleness season from. Like you take this season and really... Just take this time to work on those issues. And that's where self-awareness comes in. Like you always need to, you have to be self-aware and you have to have like enough self-discipline in order to change those things about you. Because like I said, if just as much as those triggers from your ex, like you also are going to meet the same type of person who exposes those triggers in order for you to, to become a better person. Like now I feel... Like I didn't have a lot of patience with my last relationship and now I feel like I've really grown um, with my patience meter. Like it takes a lot to make me flip and that's a good thing. It's not that anything around me has changed. It's just like me internally, I'm not allowing these things to have so much control over me anymore. And I know that that's going to come in handy when when the time does come when I enter a relationship because I'm going to be a better person for it. And like, thank God for these, these single seasons, because they're a season of darkness. And there's another, there's this other preaching that I heard by T.D. Jakes, it's called Treasures of the Darkness. And he explains how God puts you in a season where you're alone, or you're left in a season where you're all alone. And like the people who you thought that were supposed to be there, they're not there. Um, you just, he also compares it to like, um, those photo developers, I don't know what the process is, co- is called exactly or what they're even, but he explains how in order for these photos to be beautiful, they have to go through a dark process where they're, 
they're in a dark room and they have to make sure that they're really worked on um, the way that they need to be worked on. So when it's time, the photo is brought to light. It's beautiful. It's the way that it's intended to be. And that's us. That's us as individuals. Like we have to go through these dark seasons and thank God that we do. So no one can identify us or label us as people who were in our darkest seasons. I know I'm so grateful that I went through that dark season alone. And you think you're buried because it's dark, it's it's lonely, but you've really only been planted. It's the same thing. The burial looks a lot like the planning, but it's all about perspective. And don't think of it as like, oh, I'm alone. Like, no, like take this as your time to really work on yourself and develop who you're meant to be. Because when you're ready, you're going to know who you are and you're going to know what, not just what you want, but what you need. Like, I know that I need someone who's emotionally available, who's emotionally healthy and very present. Like, that's something that I'm not looking for because I'm not looking for for anyone. But that's something that I know that I'm going to need in order to feel um, secure within, like, our relationship. Like, I, that's what I need from someone. And seriously, like, just be genuine with it like when whatever you do just be yourself and I mean that totally even more when you're single because when you're yourself you're gonna attract people who genuinely like you and genuinely want to be around you and genuinely want to be connected with you or in relations with you and my friend and I we were talking about this not too long ago but we were talking about relationships and how um, how important it is to just be genuine from the gate because then eventually like you're going to spend this time with someone and then you're going to see like oh you ain't even really like that and then the mask comes off and then that's when like problems start to arise like I know for me personal personally like that's happened and I don't get like I guess I understand like you probably just want to impress someone or like make someone really like you but it's like you got to know who you are. And like I said, eventually that mask is going to come off and then you're going to be mad because you're like, I just wasted all this time with this person, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying like, like all your relationships are going to last forever. But the key is to like learn more about yourself and to learn something that way when the next relationship comes along, like you're better. And but that's only going to happen when you're genuinely yourself. Like it's a big problem when you try to just mold into the to the person that you're in a relationship with or you just find their interest because you want to do what they're doing and it's like eventually like you really have to have your own identity like that's another podcast that I have previously that I've recorded and I go back to it like time and time again because I have to remind myself like don't try to conform like be yourself it's easy to get lost in relationships and I'm not saying like don't do stuff together like no you always have to do stuff together that's that's really important to have to be able to have your own lives but to be able to come together and do stuff that you guys enjoy together like that's important but don't wrap your whole identity and don't put it into someone else like that is not healthy at all like that's also one of the biggest turnoffs um like when you finally discover like this person was just putting up a front and it's like "Mm, now it makes you just look shady and I don't even kind of really even want to be your friend but be genuine 
and then you'll attract genuine relationships. And really use this alone time to just expose the negative traits about you. Really work on yourself. Don't turn to the stuff that that you, because you know what's bad for you. You know what's good for you. You know what's bad for you. And have some, like, put some respect on your name. I'm not saying don't go out and, like, have fun. Like, if that's if that's you, that's you. But I know for me and my, like I said, I, I don't know if I've said it before in this in this episode, but maybe I have. I don't know. I have, like, the worst memory. But previously, um, I was single for three years. And in, the, in those three years, compared to the time that I've been single now, they feel, it just feels so much different. And I feel a lot in, like, in a way healthier headspace now than I did, like, three years ago. Or not three years ago, but within in those three years. I feel like... Um, I was very insecure in those last in those three years because the person I wanted didn't want me. And so as I think as a way of like coping with it, I just thought like, oh, see, like all these guys want me. And if you don't want me, like I'm going to feel at least I feel wanted by these guys and blah, blah, blah. And I kind of equated like worthiness with how many guys were asking me out on dates and like as pathetic now as that sounds. Like, that's how it was. But it's because it stemmed from a deep insecurity that I had that I didn't allow myself to to feel or I didn't allow myself to admit to myself. So, yeah, I just equated that. And now, like, guys do hit me up, but I'm just not into that. Because I know I'm not going to waste your time and I'm not going to waste my time. And it's not fair for me or you. Like, now I don't equate my worth by how many guys want me or if I have a ring on my finger or if I have someone courting me or if I have someone sending me flowers or taking me on dates. I don't care who wants me because now I want me. I'm so dedicated to myself and this is like the most confident that I've ever felt within myself, which is crazy because I mean, situations haven't changed, but the way that I've perceived myself and the way that I value myself has increased so much and... I'm not going to let just anybody come in and and have access to what I've worked years like to gain. And I know like personally for me in this season, um, like I was just telling my grandma earlier, I don't know how it got brought up, but like my dating life got brought up and I'm like, grandma, like I'm seriously because like last night I didn't text my grandma like a night and she's all this morning. She's like, where were you? I was like, I was home. And she's just like very overprotective. But I'm like, grandma, I'm like, I'm not, I know I'm not ready to get married. So there's no point in me in dating right now. Like I have bigger priorities. Um, I have my classes, like I have one more semester left and then I can go ahead and get started on like my bigger goals. Like right now I'm so focused and dedicated to myself and to my kids and my kids are little, like they need me, they need all of me and I'm not going to go ahead and waste my my time and my emotions on just someone who's temporary, you know? And so I'm very aware of where my, my effort is going and where my energy is going. I know what I want. And if you're not, if I don't see you in my vision or if I, if you're not aligned with my plan, then like, what's that verse with Big Sean where he says something about like, if we don't have the same vision, then we can't exchange contacts. 
And I was listening to that song with my brother earlier, and I was all, get it, vision, context, get it, vision, context. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And personally, like, I know I'm not ready because I still have a lot of internal issues that I still need to work on and that I still need to get right. And honestly, like, my one of my biggest priorities right now is just, like, my spirituality and my spiritual relationship. And, um... Like, if you follow me on social media, you, like, I've talked about it, and sometimes, like, of course I slip up and I mess up, but, like, that's my main priority, is just to be consistent with myself and to really be self-disciplined and to, to just put my spirituality first, like, put my relationship with God first. That's really where this moment in my life, like what this is about as well. Like that's my first priority. And then like obviously my kids and then it's my my goals for myself. And so it's like, it's not fair to put someone into the picture if I know that they're not going to be where they want to be like priority wise. And so that's why like, that's why I'm using this single in this season to get what I need to get done. And that's what I think everyone should get done. Like if you don't have goals for yourself and if you don't have you don't even have like a like a five-year plan or like a list of stuff that you want to do or like a like just a vision board like literally get a vision board a vision board is so important to be able to organize your ideas and to write down your goals like I'm such a huge write like oh I gotta write this down like I'm a huge list person because I I'm big on visual on visuals and if you're more worried about like oh I can't find someone or I need to do I wonder who's going to come cuddle with me. Like, I hate seeing those tweets, especially if I know you're a single mom. Like, I just want to be like, bro, go hug your kid. Go cuddle with your kid. Like, my my son, he's, he sleeps with me, and I love cuddling with him. It's like, if you really want someone to cuddle with, stop being thirsty. Stop trying to freaking... And I, I'm, guilt, I'm, I'm guilty of that. I've done that before in the past I don't do it anymore but it's because it really stemmed from like I'm telling you like an insecurity so it's like get your priorities straight especially if you're a single mom like own that own the title of being a single mom like there's so much respect to single mothers out there that I personally have and like the people around me have so much respect for single mothers but get your goals down like you should not be worried about what other people are doing or where your next date's coming from if you if you're not set like if you don't if you know you haven't met all of your plans don't worry about where your next date is like worry about like like worry about your household do what you got to do handle your business stay in your lane and if you have met all those goals all right then go out do your thing have fun but I'm just saying like always have I'm not saying like it's it's bad to go out and date. I'm just saying make sure that your your priorities are straight and they're set and you're always making sure that you're reaching your goals. And if you're dating and going for your goals, like go for it. But I just want to like emphasize goals and then a person. Like your purpose is always going to become is like your purpose your purpose is always going to come before the person not always but I'm saying like most of the time you got to really know who you are and and just have ambition for yourself and then like the right person will come when the time is right and when that time comes like make sure you're you've had enough alone time 
to prepare for it. Like that's all being single is, is the preparation for the relationship. If that's like your main goal, because I know eventually like I want to be in a relationship. I want to get married. I eventually like I want to settle down. But I know that I'm not going to complain about this time that I'm in because I know that it's just preparation for like the one one day when it's going to happen. And I know that I want to be fully invested and emotionally healthy for that person. And like, that's one thing that I really admire about myself is that I can be alone. Like I can go without a guy complimenting me or talking to a guy all day or seeing a guy like having to to be with someone or talking to someone like I can go without and I really really admire that about myself and it's not in like a oh all men are dogs or all men are gonna do is hurt me like no it's not even like that because I know that's not true it's just in a in like I enjoy my company like I really enjoy being alone and I know that when the time comes it's going to be because I really want to be with this person. It's not be going to be because, oh, I need someone to fill this void where where I feel insecure. So I need someone to fill this void and, and shower me in compliments so I feel worthy enough. Like, no, when I'm going to be with someone, it's going to be because, like, I'm really about them and I really want this and I'm really committed to this person. Like, everyone needs to learn to be happy within themselves and alone. And my dad's always told me that he's like, no one, no one, there's no such thing as someone completing you. Like you're complete all on your own. The most someone can do is just compliment you. Like you're not a half. I'm not a half. I'm a whole, I'm a whole being. My dad just like my dad again. He's like, you weren't born with them at your hip. You're not going to die with them at your hip. So always remain a person who can stand alone and can stand on their own two feet. And don't avoid red flags in your single season. Like no one should be worth your peace of mind. And the red flags are there. They'll jump at you, especially if you're like, oh, I don't like that. Or I don't like how they are. I don't like this about them. Don't ignore it because it's going to be later on. It's going to be the issue that rises in your relationship. And people who do have red flags, like the, the insecurities, the the anger, the the negativity, like that's stuff that you got to work on when you're single. And that's what I mean by being emotionally healthy and being emotionally like present. Like that's so important for both men and women. And um, I know like, like I said, like I need someone who's emotionally healthy because I've dealt with people who aren't and I hated it. But I avoided the red flags. And like, obviously, I was younger. I was naive. But I was so convinced like, oh, I'm gonna, gonna fix him. Like, we want to fix everything. We want to fix everyone. Like, it drives me crazy when people are like, I'm an, I'm an empath. So I attract broken people. It's like, well, then don't like you're an empath because you're trauma, like you have trauma, you're, you're traumatized from all these broken people who broke you. And it's like, don't use that as a personality trait. Like, really don't. Don't pride yourself in being like, I attract broken people because I'm a healer. Like, stop. Like, you, when you're a healer, it's when you're able to say no to those kind of people. Like, and it doesn't mean like you don't care for them. You don't got to be like completely shut them down, but set boundaries. And men, like, like when people want to vent to you, 
I know as men or like even women sometimes, because I was like this in my, in my relationship. And again, this took me time to learn within the single season, like people venting, they're not always looking to you to solve it. Like you don't always got to solve their issues. Like I remember venting to my grandma once and, um, she kept trying to come up with solutions and it's like, no, I don't. And I told her like, grandma, I love you, but sometimes I just call you to, to vent. I don't call you to, to give me like a solution. Cause I'm smart. I'm a pretty smart girl. Like I know what to do for myself. I know how to handle things on my own. And when I come to you with, with problems, it's not because I want you to solve them. It's just because I want you to listen to it. Like I need to vent. I need to vent in order to get over it. And that's, that's a, that's how I am. Like I'm very, all right, let's, let me express how I feel. Let's either, I can either say, all right, give me a solution, give me some advice, or just leave it alone, hug me, just say like, all right, well, like I'm here for you. And if you need anything, like, let me know. Like that's, that's it. Like that's it. And men, I know you want to be like the, the fixer and because that's how my dad is. My dad does not like to hear me vent, but he loves to vent to me. So, you know, you know how important it is. So just listen. Like, that's all I do. I remember I asked my therapist one time, I was like, how do you cope? Like, hearing with everything, dealing with everything that you hear and like all the, all the weights that's like transmitted to you, how do you deal with it? And she's like, honestly, I just listen. She's like, I, she's like, sometimes people just want to, to be heard. And ever since she told me that, I'm like, oh my God, like there's so much power in just listening. So that's what I mean by I want someone who's emotionally healthy because my previous relationship, there was not that, like that wasn't available to me at all. And it drove me crazy. And now I know that that's what I'm really looking for. And I'm hopeful. Like, I'm really serving the season that I'm in right now. There's stuff that I need to do with this time and this space and this chapter in my life, just as well as there's stuff that you need to do in your life, that there's goals that you still need to meet. There's stuff that you've been putting off. Um, all you got to do is just get back into it. It's as simple as adjusting your mindset and shifting your perspective and writing a list down. And I know, like, singleness isn't all fun and games in the beginning, I know, like, trust me, I know, like, it's taken me a lot of struggles and hardships and tears to get to this point where I'm completely okay and I'm completely content and grateful for where I'm at in life and with the season that God has me in. But trust me, like, I know it, I know it hurts. Like, there have been so many nights where I just cried myself to sleep and I'm just, like, begging and praying God to God, like, please just take this away from me. I don't want to feel like this anymore. But trust me, like, that is going to pass. And I know it feels like it's not going to. I know it feels, like, really heavy, but it's going to pass. Like, this is just a speck of dust compared to, like, the whole life that you that you have in front of you. And nothing that I say or nothing that I or that you hear nothing like it's it's the hard truth like nothing's gonna make it magically go away nothing's gonna magically make the pain go away and 
but it's gonna take like you have to really go through it in order to grow from it like grow through it and it's not the end of the world like singleness is really not the end of the world it's just an opportunity to create the one that you want and really to just attract the stuff that you want and like now my my faith is just like unwavering like now that's really what's helped me get through this time and not this time but like get through that time of my life and get through that phase was and that's what I tell like when people are like how'd you do it like how are you okay and I'm like it's not me like it's God like I'm really okay like I said I was single three years and with those three years I was okay like I was I was happy like I really was but I knew that something was missing because I didn't have peace within me I was still messing around with my ex I was still like going back to stuff that I knew weren't serving me and now I have this like unwavering faith of I know like what's meant for me will be mine I don't have to force it I don't have to fight for it I don't have to I don't you know, I don't have to do anything. It's it's just mine by just me being my complete self. And I'm faithful enough now to know I'm I have I'm good at goodbyes. And there's this other preaching that I heard from T D Jakes and he's like, I'm I'm good at goodbyes and it's not because I'm hateful, it's not because I hate you or because like I didn't want it, but it's because I'm faithful to know enough that's what's meant for me will be mine regardless of what everyone else is doing regardless of the circumstance if it was meant to be mine it would be here and that's just what I tell to a lot of the girls who reach out to me and I'm like put God first like allow God to come into the the broken pieces of your heart and to just really expose to you those negative stuff that that negativity and anything that's like all the bitterness that's holding you back like you can't hold on to your bitterness because then your hands are closed for your blessings. You got to let that go that way in order to receive and to align yourself with all the good things that are waiting for you in life. And I know it doesn't feel like it. It feels like, trust me, it's been years. I was with my, in my last relationship, like on and off. Yeah, like I was single those three years, but I technically wasn't single. And so now, and this time, I've set boundaries. Like I've have a lot of self-discipline. I have a lot of self-awareness and that's what you need. Like I said, you're going to keep going through, through hardships. You're going to keep facing the same type of disappointments until you draw that line and set those boundaries and say no to that test. Because when you do, you're like, okay, I've moved. I can move on from that and I can move on to the next chapter of my life. Like stop rereading, rereading the same chapter, expecting a different ending good things are coming if you give it permission to if you open your heart to it if you embrace it if you embrace the time that you're in right now and do what it is that you know that you need to do you can move forward into the next dimension of your life and embrace your singleness own it get ready for yourself try new styles try a new haircut that way no one can tell you like uh i don't like that haircut on you you don't know how many times i've heard I don't like those shoes or no, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. And I'm like, oh my God, I hated it. And now it's like, 
this is your opportunity to try new things, to, to fail, to succeed, to see what works for you. Like this is own your singleness and own this time to really just to go for it. Like take risk, see what you can get away with, go places, treat yourself and just just live your life and lean more and learn more of who you are and who you're meant to be. Embrace it. Like there's so many people who are in stuck in relationships like bad. I'm not saying like all relationships are bad, but I'm just saying like because people don't spend time owning their singleness, they get stuck in relationships and they just feel because I was in I was in that position. I was like, dang, I wish I was single. <laughs> and I know it's bad, but I, I really did. Like I really would say stuff like that. But now that I am, I'm embracing it and I'm learning why did I wish I was single while in a relationship? Like, what was it about me that didn't feel happy in a relationship? Like, what can I work on to make sure that that doesn't happen again? So yeah, that's really what I wanted to talk about. And just own your singleness, own it, do what you got to do, prioritize yourself, set goals for yourself, member, purpose before a person. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I had a lot of technical difficulties, so shout out to Demi for helping me all the way in New York. It's 12.30 right now in California, and it's 3.30 over there, and he really picked up my FaceTime call to help me out because I had some difficulties. So shout out to you, Demi. You're the best. But like I said, I'm going to go ahead and send you guys out with a song, and it is different than something that I would usually play i mean this is what i listen to so um it's just to give you a little hint of what i'm into so this song is called um river's edge by surf curse this is off their album heaven surrounds you and i just love this kind of music in the fall time it's the best to me i miss concerts so much but i hope you guys enjoyed this episode you guys can go ahead and follow me on instagram if you don't already at the bonita y fuerte podcast i'll link it in the description below as well as everything that i've mentioned in this podcast before um well in this episode thank you guys so much for joining me and i'll see you guys next time